Hello, and today uh, we're with James Emmett, uh, Network Manager from the Engineering UTC, North Lincolnshire. Uh, and we're looking at the challenges supporting students with special educational needs and uh, how they can be supported through uh, ICT. Hi, James. Hi, Darren. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Um, so what, what's the range of challenges which, which students face? Uh, in, in, in a school like yours and, and, and how can things like Office 365 help? Well, um, we've got quite a high number of um, students who are um, have English as an additional language. We've got um, a number of students with quite low reading ages. Um, so we get a, a lot of students at year nine. Um, that's the, our main intake is at year nine. Um, so obviously we've missed out on two years of teaching almost. So when we get them, often we're, we're not sure how comfortable they are in, in certain things and then we, we almost have to throw them in, into a GCSE course. So we're, we're finding a lot of our students are coming and they've got low reading ages, they have um, dyslexia, um, quite quite severe dyslexia in some cases, and they've come historically from schools. And, and, and I will say for some of our teachers here, it is also a lot easier in their, in their mind to just hand a student with dyslexia an overlay that they can throw over a printed sheet. Now that's not always the best way to do things and, and I've been quite passionate for a very long time that ICT for SEN students is probably one of the biggest and most powerful tools out there if used correctly. I've, I've worked in schools where um, they've been given a laptop as a get out of jail free card or here's a laptop go and do it and not necessarily shown the tools around all of that. And I feel that there's a little bit of bridging to do and, I, and I, I've always encouraged students and staff to come and seek out and have a conversation about how best to support a child with SEN using a laptop or using a computer. Um, and I found personally that um, Office 365, without necessarily advertising it, have done quite a lot of work in for education and for SEN students that, that people wouldn't necessarily know about if you didn't go look for it. Um, and the biggest one we've found and have been using here is the immersive reader, um, I, simply because it, it's almost instantaneous in, and and fantastic in what it can do um, without any additional work by a, by a teacher. You know, it is, it is even more simple than handing them an overlay on a, on a piece of paper, you know, so it's fantastic. I, um, and I think it's uh, something that definitely needs to be talked about to promote a more positive message for um, SEN students and ICT. Awesome. I, I'm sure immersive reader is going to be really useful once once teachers start using it with, the, with the, their classes and the students. Um, could, could you show us some of the things that you do with immersive reader? Uh, absolutely, yes. And, and where it sits, because people might think it's it's like a separate app and they won't they won't realise that it's part of other things that are just built into Office 365, as you, as you say. Yeah, exactly. So this is um, an example document that we've got from an English lesson that they're going to be doing. The year nines are actually doing this week. Um, so if you open the immersive reader online, not much changes. It's a little bit more user friendly to see. Uh, the biggest thing about the immersive reader is if you press play, it will read this document to you. That's quite good, you know, if students are struggling with uh, particularly ones with low reading ages, things like that. However, we have got some other settings that we can play around with that make things even easier for a student with SEN. So if we open the text preferences here, we can increase the text size. 
increase the spacing or reduce the spacing. Change the font if they wanted. They decided Comic Sans is a little bit easier to read. But we can also change the themes. So that's almost essentially like putting an overlay on overlay. without um, without actually working very hard at all. Um, further to this, we can then go into what's called the grammar options. Now, we can break words down into syllables. So again, really useful for kids that are struggling with low reading ages, you know, break everything down. We can then highlight different parts of speeches. Now, I had my head of English test this because she was like, well, some words can be, um, I can't actually remember what she said, but they can be two different things in a sentence, you know, and yes, the same yes, they, can yes they can. Yes. And she's tested this quite extensively <laughs> and tells me that it works perfectly. <coughs> so really good. we can highlight nouns, verbs, adjectives and adverbs or all of them at once. And this will do it for the whole document instantaneously. Yeah. So I'm thinking about those those uh, English as a second language students that, that you spoke about. Yeah, that, that I think would be absolutely fantastic for them to to be able to, to break down and, and um, uh, understand the text in that way. Absolutely. We've also got um, the line focus so it can literally line by line break it down. It'll also break it down into a few lines if you wanted to do that or you can have five lines of text. I've also turned on here the picture dictionary. Now this I think is brilliant. If you highlight a word, for example, ideal, it'll come up with a little picture on some of them, not all of them, telling you what it is. Again, English as a foreign language students and low reading age students are gonna be able to, without really asking, because I do find a lot of them are a bit scared to ask around their peers, can pull up what it looks like and near enough find out what what the word means. That's brilliant. And, and if, if if I'm not mistaken, those those are your kind of uh, standard international widgets. Yes. So those those aren't random pictures. Those are pictures that that those students might be seeing in in other tools that that they're using. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's pretty sort of standard across the board. Now this is the also the big one for um, English as an additional language students. This is just, as I've said, a random document. I've done nothing to this document. I could open a different one and do the exact same thing. So we have um, a Romanian student. Actually, we've got two Romanian students here. I can pull up this document, do nothing to it and translate the entire document to Romanian in one click. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can tell you as well, that's absolutely spot on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm fluent in Romanian, so I know. But um, I've been told that it is actually quite accurate. Um, and you can do that by word or by document and flick between the two. And if you've got it on, it'll come up with the word by word meanings. For sure. But I think the whole paragraph's in context, isn't it? So it, it recognises that that word exists in, in a particular context and it's meaningful. It's not just doing single words like yeah. you with, with a dictionary. No, not at all. It, it, it pulls the context um, based on the entire translation and does it that way. So that's um, some of that AI that Microsoft are always talking about and you think, what is that? Yeah, exactly. It's, and you're this. like, it's, it's actually doing this for you, which I think personally is fantastic. I mean, especially for, you know, my head of English has turned around and gone, well, how am I supposed to teach English to a Romanian kid? I'm like, well, there you go. That's how you do it. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, as you can see, this is quite a fantastically powerful tool for education and particularly for SEN 
um, students. That's great. And as we said as well, you know, that that's not just a separate app. That was that was Word, wasn't it? That was inside yeah. a SharePoint site and inside a share the document. Yeah, we, we exit the uh, immersive reading <coughs> there. That's just a Word document on a SharePoint site. So um, how are your teachers finding this? Because I, I find that that really easy in terms of Word documents. It's a really easy button to find. Do the teachers have to set that up for the students, like like get them onto the page and and help them click the immersive reader, or can they generally find that afterwards themselves? I mean, I've shown um, quite a few of our teachers um, this, and and another aspect of um, OneNote that I recently discovered that all the maths and engineering teachers are in. Um, I think we'll probably have to do a different demo on that one. But um, I've shown all of the teachers how to do this, uh, particularly the ones that do a lot of sort of work with with our SEN and more difficult students. And um, they've all gone, oh, right, OK. And they showed one student how to do it. And then the next lesson, everybody appeared being able to do it. And they've gone, oh, I'm going to go on the immersive reader because it's easier. Even the kids that don't necessarily need it have done it. So um, yeah, it seems to be one of those things that that has taken off without too much input from from me, which is always nice. That is good. What well, what occurs to me, I mean, you know, obviously uh, SEN usually you're, you're, you're going to be focusing on on students with things like dyslexia, but of course th there's also a kind of a duty to to, to help gifted students, absolutely, uh, and those that can kind of think perhaps in a more grammatical way. And for them, I, I could see them using you know the different parts of speech thing as well as as a way to kind of understand this text in, in again in a different way at a higher level. Yeah, I mean, we had one of our um, top set year 11 students who's I think he's on track to get a seven in English, was using the immersive reader to break down uh, all of the adjectives in a piece of text for one. of I think it was for one of his um, set texts for, for his English exam. So it's gone from, you know, some of our, our weaker students and our younger students who aren't maybe as, as confident and particularly in asking questions. I've found a lot of them, the weaker students won't ask a question for help, you know. Uh, I've gone on here and, and started doing it themselves, which, you know, that's what all of this is about, really. It's about, you know, self-learning and, and getting to know it yourself and pushing yourself on a little bit and encouraging that sort of passion for learning. Um, and then, you know, all the way up to our really high ability students that are about to take their GCSEs going, well, actually, I want to use that to learn how to do this piece of text for my exams even better. Great. And do, do you think they'll use that as home as, as well? Do, do these apps, do they work on mobile devices if I've got an Android or, or an iOS? Yep, I've uh, I've done it on my, I've demoed it on my phone actually uh, the other day to a student. So yeah, it works everywhere. They have been using it at home quite, quite confidently. We've recently launched uh, the portal on our main website. So there's a link straight there for students to just click on and get everything that they want on the go anyway. Um, so yeah, that as far as I, I can tell so far, and I mean, they're always going to sort of um, blag me a little bit because I am the IT guy. But as far as I can tell, everybody's feeling really positive about this one. Awesome. And what, what, what are your next steps then? So you've got Immersive Reader and it looks like it's being used by the students and the teachers are showing the students how to do it. What, what, what are your next steps in terms of SEN uh, within Office 365 or just ICT in general? Uh, so my, my next steps are to push on what I recently found uh, with OneNote and their maths function. I don't know if you've seen any of that. So the equation editors and, and things yes, like that. Yes, because um, that has been um, a, a, quite a big success 
in engineering and is in is slowly building his way up in maths um i mean i had one of our sixth form students having it pull out ohm's law equations and then there's a function that brings out forms and it does similar questions and he was basically doing self-marking questions on that to study for his exam and he hasn't managed to break it yet which i'm quite impressed with because uh, if anybody was going to it was that so i'm definitely going to sort of start pushing that because i think i mean which which teacher doesn't love a self-marking quiz in forms you know? i'm going to encourage some of our more complicated SEN students to start using either their own devices and um, we do have a bank of iPads here to use the iPads as well because I feel something like that particularly for the ones that really really struggle will just be that extra little boost that will push them forward with with what they need to do. Brilliant well James this is this is fantastic and thanks for coming to to talk to to us about this uh, today and we'll, we'll um, certainly invite you back in to, to talk about the 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 maths opportunities and what you can do in OneNote there uh, on another session. Uh, absolutely. Thanks for your time, James. Thanks, Darren.